You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. What that mouth do? 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 I'm Jesse B. I'm with Chirp Radio, and I'm here with Glitter Money. Yo. Glitter Money. It's Tayslay. I'm in Glitter Money. <laughs> this is Queen Chashley. That's my I'm, best friend. I'm Tayslay's best friend. I, too, am in Glitter Money. And I'm her best friend. She's my best friend. I'm her best friend. Cool. So tell me about the genesis of Glitter Money. So that took forever. And then we both lived here and we're both in the arts community, doing theater, doing comedy, being best f- friends, working together, and being roommates, spending every second together, going to every single good show together and every yeah. bad show together at dive bars every single night, doing everything two best friends can do except for having a band together. And then one day, we were like, what if we made a band? <laughs> but that's like kind of how it happened. That's like pretty much how we were just like, we hang out all the time. We like so much of the same stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? We both write music. Taylor's performing with a improvised rap comedy group. Yeah. Which was specific. Very specific. And I was in a comedy group that also did rap for a very long time. So both of us were making very, very interesting rap music at the time. And then we were like, wait, let's do this together. And that's kind of how Glitter Money started. But all of the all the things that Glitter Money stands for, that already existed in our friendship. Yeah. We kind of grew up together in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> how so? Will you elaborate on that a little bit? Like the growing up together? Oh my God, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like me and Tay... We both found our inner confidence together with each other. We both found our sex-positive confidence together with each other. Definitely, yeah. Literally, which is so weird. So many things about my personality are all things that developed through my friendship with Taylor, which is really interesting. But, yeah, our friendship's kind of been an empowerment incubator (laughs) since day one. Before we met, we were just these little kids... And yeah. now we're like these empowered, badass women that cheer each other and all women on all yeah. the time. Like, how I feel like we've gotten to a point where we have like such great open communication and like we're vibrating on these frequencies of like business and art and creativity uh-huh. and this. And it's so hard to like balance all of that. But we do, we find a really great way to be like, okay, now we're best friends and we're going to talk about being sluts today and like what crazy shit have you gotten into? And then we're like, oh my God, now we have to send this email. That is so (laughs) real. You're the yin to my yin. Slut, I'm a hoe, I'm a heartless, scarlet tay on my chest, start on your face to baptize you, you're blessed. Baby, all religious stress, no need to confess, no kings be repressed, got you praying during sex. Oh God, patrons ain't a ghost, yeah, I like to love, like to lick and us, dumps like a truck, back. So if the songwriting process and the lyrics and the music is basically both of you put on display in like a public manner, why is it important to talk about the subject matter that you talk about 
in your music? Well, it's everything we deal with on a daily basis, essentially. Like with our next album, we've talked about it kind of being a, the day in the life of Glitter Money um, because every day we're, you know, waking up and feeling flawless, Beyonce, <laughs> and feeling amazing and wonderful and beautiful, and then encountering so much love from incredible people and so much hate from horrible people that should all die. Yeah. <laughs> so, Everything we go through on a daily basis comes out in our music, the good, the bad, and the very, very ugly. And at first, it seemed as if we were going to kind of ignore some of the ugly and just talk about how fun partying was. It got, it, it, we just couldn't do that. Like, art can't ignore the present state of the world. Yeah. And so we couldn't. And already having a friendship where we're constantly talking about politics and talking about the policing of the woman's body and talking about, uh, it kind of, it had to show up in our music after it did, we realized that not only did it have to, but we have a responsibility to talk about it as artists. I mean, if you're not accurately talking about the world in 2019, this absolute dumpster fire, then what are you doing? Yeah. What is your art? Rising for guns, sinister socialist sparkling scum, scheming and thieving your guns, gnaw on the heels of the rich, yum, Christ, corruption is so overpriced, ice poles melting, drip drip, yikes, how we still swarming in ice, your soul gonna pay the price, reading old whites, their last rights, here's to new beginnings, wearing big ass hoop earrings, AOC and congressional hearings, congress, women's glares, piercing, got all the bad bitches cheering. Some songs that you have, like Smoke Until You Die, kind of rap those two things oh, those yeah. two ideas in one and i think it catches people off guard because the smoke until you die bitch line over and over most people in the audience are like losing their minds and really excited about that and then you get to that verse towards the end about freeing the people because usually songs about smoking until you die are just about like <laughs> smoking until you can't think anymore right yeah. yeah but then there's that part in the middle that's like and also we need to give like referential sentencing to people that are already serving terms so on that note, like, how do you feel about Illinois' recent legislature legalizing marijuana? I think that it's good if while also pushing for people to get their licenses, open their own cultivation centers and allowing all of the places that already have licenses for medical marijuana to then be able to sell recreationally. I think that same amount of energy has to go into freeing people that are still in jail for these same crimes um, that are now legal and done by white men in business suits. Can't stand white men in business suits doing nothing to help. There's so many companies that are selling weed in Illinois already that are doing absolutely nothing to help people that are already in jail and to help these communities that have seen so many people, especially mostly people of color, gone to jail and just gone forever for a dime bag. These communities putting, you'll, you'll walk down the street in one of them and see like a billboard for a new weed place opening and it's like well what the fuck is going on like yeah. and there's so many different boards of people and companies and organizations that are trying to help this transition so it's not an absolute dumpster fire like and if anything should be prioritized over us hipster stoners getting our weed <laughs> like that shit's great that it's not necessary if we're not also being fair to people that have made weed what it is number one yeah and that are still in jail because of the, the color of their skin because at this point i mean 
there's no walking around the issue. There's nothing you can say. White people are benefiting from weed being legal. Black people and brown people are still in jail. That's a problem. Legalize, legalize, legalize the white people. Prioritize the marijuana industry for them. Free the people, free the people. Locked up dime bags 20 years. Free the people, free the people. Let them be the pioneers. Legalize, legalize. So what kind of feedback have you gotten on um, like re-body positivity and body acceptance and body image in your music? Um, I guess probably the best feedback has been people coming up to us, sh- coming up to us at shows and being like, you guys inspire me to wear whatever I want and to do whatever makes me happy. Um, so many people have come up and said that stuff to us, which is like, I think every time we're like, thank you so much. Oh my God, what? Like, wow, thank you. We are also trying to remember that on a daily basis. Um, So just just the idea that anyone could get dressed and look in the mirror and feel more okay with their bodies and how they look based on something they saw at a Glitter Money show or a Uh Glitter Money song makes my heart grow three sizes. I never thought that us talking about it would do that. But yeah, sometimes we, sometimes people are like, oh, like Glitter Money, the body positive rappers. And we're like, well, we rap about a lot of things. But yes, we do rap about body positivity. Yeah, I think we didn't, you know, we, we got really political in all of our songs. <laughs> we didn't start out being like, we're going to be body positive. But our like existence and what we chose to wear and how we choose to carry ourselves, people just take in body positivity from us which i think is even more powerful mm-hmm. than talking about it so yeah. so much like in a song because we're just our existence is making other people feel mm-hmm. more comfortable in their bodies yeah which is great which is beautiful both of you bring up a good point about this isn't music about body positivity and we aren't the body positivity rappers it's just like kind of something we exude because it's our lifestyle and i think a couple of the things that stuck with me the first time i saw you guys perform live were not i don't want to say like the crass language but it was that it was like unapologetic you're unapologetically yourselves and i think that's really powerful so i think i first saw you at candyland candyland was so fun and that show ruled and then uh, the chirp night at the Whistler was like the next ooh, ooh. Wednesday. There was one part I took my own virginity. Oh, uh, I yeah, lost my virginity to myself. Yeah. And me and my friend turned to each other and were like, that's true. Like, yes. why do we base so much of our like sexual identity and importance on like our partners? Yeah. Yeah. I love that line. Yeah. I love reclaiming my virginity. I just, I just struggled with virginity for so long inside mm-hmm. myself and when we were writing ha 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 i just remember writing that line and being like yeah like i fucked myself before anyone else touched me yeah and for a long time and it felt better than the first time i actually had sex exactly it's hard for years in a society years. where virginity is this made-up social construct to make women feel bad about themselves yeah and then you have sex and then nothing changes and, and then you, move you just on. live your life uh yeah but i think like your band performing music like that it gives people permission to think about it that way and Mm -hmm. talk about it whereas maybe that was always the case you were always able to talk about your sexuality like that but having somebody in like kind of a public forum do that is really helpful and really positive yay awesome that's dope it's so funny (laughs) because it's like it's how it is being in glitter running like tay will bring tay i remember when you brought those lyrics to me and I was just like, well, that's the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like you were like sitting on my sofa in my old apartment and I like had the same thing. Like, oh, 
I felt this. I didn't have words for this. I didn't know about this. But hearing you say this, it's like, okay, I can feel that way. And I can live that too. I know. You have so many of the famous taste lay lines. I'm just like, thank you for giving me that permission and that agency. Now I have that. And now I'm a better person. Thank you so much for coming in tonight. Yes. Thank you for having us. Also, if you're listening to this, we love you and we want you to feel empowered. Yeah. Y'all. LMAO, you thought you owned me? LMLMLMAO, you thought when you ain't here, I sit around lonely? You thought that it was my one and only? Dick, please, I see right through your You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Dick, a swing champagne and hide your coat. Don't he as I flex my muscles.